0: Hi, this is Zach Bringer with Triple R Racing for the Monday Morning Meeting Podcast. We are live and in studio at the 704 Media World Headquarters. We're live. Hi, guys. Welcome back. This is Zach Bringer with Triple R Racing. I got Steve and Civitrice and Chum with me here on another edition of Monday Morning Meeting.
1: Take two.
2: Yeah, that's, this is going to be take two.
0: <laughs> Steve, why is this take two?
1: Because I'm new and I don't know what to do.
2: <laughs> Somebody had forgotten to hit the uh, record button.
1: No, it, it was recording. Yeah, I'll give it to him. We Wait. had six minutes worth of it. <laughs> it just quit after six minutes and I didn't realize it. Yeah, but now so we here we are. Fixed. We're back and yeah, we're, we're back. live.
0: Yeah. 30 minutes later.
1: Yep. All right.
0: All right, so this weekend we had Paul Owens driving for us. It was his uh, late model stock debut. Um, We did some testing on Friday with him, and then we had the race and everything on Saturday. So uh, I guess we'll start with Friday. What would you guys think?
1: I thought he did pretty good. I had higher expectations or more realistic expectations, I guess, on how he would do because me and you have been testing him quite frequently the past month, mm-hmm. and we also tested them back in September. Uh, Chum, however, Friday was his first time seeing Paul <laughs> drive around a racing track. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought he did pretty good. We Our times were, I mean, we weren't burning the track on fire or anything crazy, but I'd say we were competitive. Mm-hmm. There were a couple cars there that were super fast and outliers. But we were competitive, considering. Uh, worked on the car a little bit. We definitely got way better as the day went on. Yeah. The kid is very, very – uh, he's good at adapting mm-hmm. as you – like, he listens. Not really adapting, I guess. He just listens. Like, you know, if, if we told him, hey, look, this track here turns one and two here at Hickory. They got grip, man. Don't lift. <laughs> he's not going to lift. Like, he's going to go through there <laughs> wide open. <laughs> Whether you're supposed to or not. Yeah, ex- exactly. To. And he's he's going to listen and trust you. And there's a couple things where, you know, we told him the whole time, like, we're going to tell you some things you're going to try, and then about lap 10 in the race, you're going to be like, ah, that's actually what you meant. And that's to be, to be expected when mm-hmm. you're as green as he is in, in a late model and stuff. But, uh, yeah, what do you think, Chum? You had yeah. probably no expectations because you never seen him before.
2: I mean, like, I saw Sam at the end of last year race at Hickory and kind of, like, just seeing, like, what he ran and how good he was at the end of the year. Like, with Paul being a green driver, first time in the late model, like, I mean, I had expectations, but they weren't high. Because, I, like, I knew, like, it'd be like me getting in a car for the first <laughs> time and trying it. Like, I know I wouldn't do good, so I was not expecting him to do good. But from Friday... Like just seeing the first practice or first laps on the track being there watching, I felt like he was good. Like not great, but really good for first time. So
1: well Chum for for those of you that don't know, Chum come on board about the same time we tested Paul last year. I'd say yeah. early September. And he's been helping us ever since. But so Chum Chum doesn't know about our first experience with a First race with a new driver last year. So after hearing <laughs> the stories about that one, Paul, or Chum, how did you think Paul was going to do? Because <laughs> Sam, yeah. in his in his first debut, was front and rear clip, lap 10. I was texting Zach during the race, like, man, we're going to be in the big one here. And it was a single car big pileup. <laughs>
0: yeah. You said we were going to cause the big one. Yeah, I said we were going <laughs> to cause the big one. Then we ended up being the single car big one. So
1: how what, did that alter your expectations for Paul's race at all? Um, Were you expecting to come back and grind clips?
2: <laughs> I mean, I was expecting to fix more than what we fixed, yeah. But in a way, like, watching him practice and kind of, like, listening to what what you guys had said when you guys come back to the shop, talking about the, how the practice went and whatever. You know, I was, I was kind of expecting maybe a front clip just because somebody would have got... Spun out, or mm-hmm. he would have not known what to do when something like a wreck happened, or we got spun, or whatever. But watching a practice and him listening, and like I talked to him a little bit and was like, Hey, like this is what I've heard, from, or like what I've noticed from Sam, or whatever. Like he, like what you said, he just listens. And I mean, at the track, my expectations went up. I would say that.
1: No, that's but, a good sign, though. Mm-hmm. It's a good sign, though. Paul is, I mean. He's got awesome car control too. Like he he's. Does.
0: There's been a couple times that we were like, eh, off into the corner, yeah, because uh, he he yanks it off the will, the wall so hard from the legend car stuff, that it just made the car super free, and we're like, Ugh, and it stuck. Um
1: So eventually, eventually,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that actually kind of brings up my next point uh, about kind of working on the car to fit towards the kid. Um, that's kind of what we worked on on Friday was, was making the car work for him a little bit, knowing that he was overdriving the entry, he was yanking <coughs> off the wall hard. Um, so, Steve, kind of talk about what we kind of do there.
1: Yeah, we've done it. We don't do it as much the first test because we just kind of want to, we need to soak in and try and learn as much about the driver as we can. So we don't really do a whole lot the very first test but as we get to know them and we get to talking to the kid and we watch and you know we learn more by watching the cars and stuff obviously we uh like with Paul Pauls ran legend cars and quarter midgets those high grip lightweight medium the high horsepower power to rate, weight ratio cars you know they don't really you got to load the front tires and stuff to make them turn but for them for those cars to load the front tires, they just yank them off the wall. And the harder you can yank it, the harder it lands on the right front. And just seems like that's what really helps those cars turn. So that's a lot of, a big thing that I would say, not a hundred percent, but 98.73% of legend car drivers and quarter midget drivers get into the cars and they start yanking them off the wall. And in our cars, it just makes them super loose in because they're yanking it and the car turns all at one time real quick and they're they're you know planting it real hard on the right front and they take a half inch more packer on the right front and you know a couple things. But that's something that we watch and we try and work on the car to where it it's a lot smoother for him to drive. Mm -hmm. Slow everything down. Yeah, it just slows down that landing of the car on the right front and try and keep the car tighter in, even though they're yanking it real hard. And we know that that is probably going to make the car tight in the center too, which it's kind of a trade-off. You know, Mm -hmm. we'd rather him make it to the center of the corner. (laughs) (laughs) So we work on the car a little bit, and we make it a little tighter getting in for him. And as we see the the problem start to fade away because they'll get better as as they progress they're going to get better Mm -hmm. we will start to go back to how we normally run the car and it'll turn in a lot easier for them but they'll also be turning in a lot easier Mm -hmm. because that's one thing that we also really paul's the first person we told this to but driving a late model stock is kind of like flying an airplane, if I had to bet. I've never flown an airplane or driven <laughs> a late-mile stock, but once you get that airplane up in the air, you're kind of just along for the ride, you know. Shit hits the fan, you got to start, start wheeling on it. But really, when you're up there, you're just kind of letting it do its thing, and that's kind of what a late-mile stock, I feel like, should be, is for the most part, just you work the gas, work the brake, turn the wheel when you need to. Other than that, the car's going to do it for you. Because yep. when you think about it, they're actually pretty high-tech. You know, we have a lot of things that we can do to make the car better and sometimes worse, a lot of times worse. (laughs) But, yeah, so Friday we we did a lot of that of making the car more secure for him on entry. And then, I mean, really, the past two or three tests we've been doing that, Mm -hmm. making the car more secure on entry. And still Friday at the beginning of our test we were making the car more secure on entry. But then by the end of Friday – we were like all but back to how we normally run it. Mm -hmm. He was getting pretty smooth and getting pretty good. And by the the time we qualified the car, it was how we always run it. So he he picked up quick and he learned quick. And there was obviously them outlier laps where he would come in and yank it in and stuff. But (laughs) that was where that lap 10 aha moment was going to fix it. And just had to trust the process that it was going to work. And Mm -hmm. he would make it to that aha moment.
0: Yep, it. Um, that was Friday. Um, ended up being a pretty good day. Uh, Saturday we ended up, there's so many cars that run that Saturday morning practice, we opted not to run it. I think there was like thirty pros. There's a bunch of cars. It just tracks always full. Yeah, it's
1: never worth it, honestly.
0: Yeah, you get street stocks out there. Actually, it's everything. always
1: worth it. Wink, wink. Because if we say it's never worth it, then no one's going to do it. and They're all going to be there Friday with us. So it's always worth it. <laughs> you Run that Saturday morning practice. It's awesome getting the track time on the same day you race. Yeah, get
0: all the rubber on there. You know exactly what's going on. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Saturday. Uh, after waiting in line for about an hour and a half, I think we all got in and um, got everything going. Uh, practice went pretty well, and then we had qualifying. Paul struggled a little bit with that, which is to be expected. It's completely different than actually driving a car.
1: It's crazy, though, because it it looked and sounded like such a good lap. Yep. So He did a good job, it just mm-hmm. didn't post a number. By the way, we are 10 minutes and 47 seconds in and still recording.
0: Come on that's good, that's good. I'm just <laughs> saying i I leaned over my sh- your shoulder to look a couple of times here, I saw just to you. Make I keep, sure I keep
1: turning the screen away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, buddy I'm good at this <laughs> but
0: um he um <clears throat> the qualifying outlap, which is normally the harder lap to hit because there's not a lot of grip, the tires are still cold, they don't want to you know do what they're supposed to do. Um, that's normally the hard lap to kind of get quick. He ran a really fast outlap. Just the second lap wasn't
1: where it The second to be. lap was still fast. Yeah. The third lap, he just didn't pick up from the second lap. But that's yep. just, the kids just don't understand how much grip yeah. those tires are picking up each lap. You know, for the first three or four laps, especially the air, you know, pick up the air pressure and stuff, your first three or four laps, it's gaining exponential amounts of grip. And then about lap four, it's losing exponential amounts of grip. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, qualified 10th. Which was not bad. I think we ran like a twenty-two or
1: twenty-three. Yeah. Where do um, you think we were going to qualify at, Chum? Honestly,
0: I
2: thought because by gonna... the by
1: by the time qualifying come around, you saw him for two days, so you you yeah. probably had more realistic expectations. What were you thinking? I mean, by that point,
2: practice. I mean, I feel like we would have done way worse. <coughs> That's just me saying. Just seeing him on a Friday, the day before the race, but I feel like where we ended up was very good. Like I saw the first lap of him coming out after the dead lap, and I was like, "Ooh, that kid's got it." But then obviously he kind of ran the same time each lap. Yeah. So I don't know if like the first lap of the qualifying run, like maybe he sailed her off in there and it kind of got away from him a little bit. I don't really. Yeah, know just like it, struggled to gain yeah.
1: gain the trust of the grip. Yeah. Because it's there.
2: Yeah, and I think maybe that kind of.
1: If you're no, listening to this, it Paul it's there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it really, like, scared him, but I think it really made him, like, well, maybe there's grip there, but maybe there's not. He didn't mm-hmm. really want to full send it and see what it was going to do. So I yeah. think that's why he kind of stayed there.
0: He got mm-hmm. out and actually said that it was another aha moment. He's like, yeah. I, I left more out there. I didn't realize it until it was too late, but I left more out there, um, which is what he said on Friday when we did a mock too. So, yeah. It, it, and, Friday, I think we ran like a 49 or a 50. Yeah, Friday
1: was kind of slow. I told him, so like one thing I always tell Sam before he goes out to qualify is make sure you're making your speed off the corner. You you don't want to, you're not going to drive in harder and pick up three tents. You got to try and you got to figure it out. And these cars seem to do it off the corner. Mm -hmm. So I told Paul before he went out, because I I told him that in all our practice mock runs and stuff, and it never really clicked. So I, I switched it up on him. And before he went out, I said, all right, I would rather you he- hear you get in the gas and jump out of it and get back in it off the corner than just hear you get in the gas. I want you to get in the gas too soon because if you think you have the grip and then you hit the pedal and you have the grip, you're too late. <laughs> <laughs> just jump back in it, mm-hmm. and when you feather it and stuff, like, it's fine. We don't expect you to qualify that good. I mean nope. – Second is okay. Sometimes we don't want poles every time. <laughs> pole plaques, baby.
2: <laughs> uh, it, it is always a good thing to look at, though, having the first place qualifying around. But yeah, pole plaques,
1: baby. We. Yeah, I mean. Mitch Walker stacks them. Yeah, but being like tile the bathroom because of it. <laughs> ain't got many trophies, but he's got a pretty cool bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah.
2: but I think that's like brick
0: style, brick lays out. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice. I've been there.
2: But being, being the first qualifying run you know going back like the qualifying like mock run that we did in practice on Friday like you don't really gain or see very much improvement from basically just a regular practice run like doing a mock run just because it's like well you have nothing to shoot for you have it's not the aha moment of race day it's like well it's just not a practice lap yeah it's nothing like you don't roll down pit pit road set there and really think about it before you go out.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. And the other thing, too, to kind of build on that is, in practice, when you make a mock run, there's always cars on the track. There's always four or five of them just keeping heat in the track and stuff. And for qualifying, you know, by the time we actually get to qualify, the track's been sitting for – oh, excuse me. The track's been sitting for probably two hours. Yeah. And then – In the 30 minutes leading up to it, it's been one car at a time for 30 minutes. So the track cools off and gains a lot of grip that you don't feel in practice.
0: So that was qualifying. Um, First race, we start 10th. We originally, I think we fell back to like 12th um, right off the start and then ended up working our way back to 7th. He did
1: a good job, though. Yeah, definitely. Smooth passing cars, look comfortable in traffic. Wasn't running people in the wall, mm-hmm. very, like very clean. Yeah, very clean. But he was also taking what was his. Like
0: that was what was surprising to um, be
1: everything he's raced. He sat in the center of the car and to immediately move to the left side and go to a big car with fenders. Mm-hmm. He didn't really hit many people. Yeah, I, which most like people would expect.
0: Sam, if you remember Sam, like he was going off into the end of the corner,
1: straight and low, Sh- and yeah, straight dangerous. And low, dangerous. Dangerous because he didn't realize he was harpooning and he didn't yeah. know he was
0: harpooning. He just thought he was giving them room uh paul took really a lot of what was his and and still made the corner but and, not too much but not like too it was much. it was
1: respectful racing yeah was just good racing
0: yep so um, until we got to that <laughs> daggum
1: 44 yeah
0: the 44
1: just kept, kept chopping the nose and chopping the nose and chopping the nose and finally i don't think even paul meant to but he sent them into three one good time and he did it and he pulled away and it was cool but we're not a big proponent for teaching them to, you know, hit people and pass them mm-hmm. for seventh. but And we didn't tell him to hit that kid for <laughs> the people that are going to say that. We now tell our drivers to hit people. <laughs> he just did it, and yep. I'm not going to get mad at him for it because that kid was not driving him right either. Yep. You know, it's seventh. Just give up the position. At Hickory Speedway, seventh and eighth is a matter of $3. <laughs> and from seventh to the win is probably a matter of $40, but... Yeah, we exactly. still want to win. At least you get a trophy when you win. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: looks
2: way cooler when you have the trophy
0: in the picture. So. But uh but yeah, I mean that was what was it was wild. Uh after the race spotter came over and talked to us and he said that uh you're at the our 44 quarter. Spotter. Yeah, the 44 spotter came over and said uh you're at our quarter. So I kept calling him clear, calling him clear. I was like <laughs> I don't know about you, bud, but uh quarter panel if I'm there, I'm on the inside. I'm there, bud. Yeah. But whatever, I guess we needed to teach some people what uh, what's clear and what's not clear. But um that was uh it was a pretty good race. Uh inverted to third um, for the second race. Um
1: we ended up nailed the shifts. Never missed a shift. Yeah, nailed the shift which was super surprising. Yep. Shout out LP Gear.
0: <laughs> Larry Pollard. Uh but uh we ended up um the car in front of us didn't get going well and um
1: we really didn't either. It's not like we were pushing him into the corner. Yeah, I mean, but we but, didn't miss a shift.
0: Yeah, but we didn't miss a shift, and we didn't knock the duck work out. Honestly, it's it was it heads up on him for not just driving through him because when he didn't get a good start, he could have just laid in her and 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 sent her home, but he didn't. So that was that was heads up there. Um, fell back pretty quick to ninth.
1: Yeah, it was far. Um, there it, were a couple times where you know we were stuck on the bottom. He got cleared high. Yep. But one time. He just. Those the Legend kids and the quarter midge, especially in quarter midges, Legend cards, I think they actually have spotters now. Mm-hmm. But it's not like they're up in a spotter stand. You know, they're spotting from pit wall. Yeah. And they're <laughs> struggling to see. They're just kind of out there <laughs> telling you lap times, I guess. I don't really know. But the, they just struggle to have the trust and comprehension, quick comprehension of what the spotter's telling you. Yeah. And it showed. And that, I mean, he's young, so he'll he'll develop into that pretty quick, I feel like.
0: Definitely. And that's something that is just something he'll learn um, like we, like we talked about on the on on round one of this um, that comprehension part fourteen year olds their brains are still developing so
1: round one, but that was the part that didn't record yeah that, was, that didn't record um, so this part here is scripted
0: <laughs> the uh the brains don't comprehend uh, as quickly or as well uh, as say an eighteen or nineteen year olds does. So um, when he hears clear high, to comprehend that and then do it in the split second that you have the opportunity to do is is, is tough. So uh, that's something he'll get better at, I'm sure. But um, ended up uh, seventh in the second race as well. Um, Jerry, Jerry's our spotter. Um, we were talking about
1: that. Jerry's magic Jerry with these magic. young kids. Very magic. I don't think he'd be magic with Lee Pulliam. Agreed. But with every, I mean.
0: He's worked with If David you're magic Garbo. with Lee Pulliam,
1: though, like, no one really recognizes you. Yeah. Because you're supposed Pulliam. to win with Lee Pulliam. Yeah. But if you're magic with David Garbo and <laughs> Brennan Poole, when Brennan Poole was a late model driver, and now Sam and Paul. and
0: Ben Rhodes. Yeah.
1: Pe- people notice. Yeah. And people come came up to me this week, and they're like, man, I tried to get your spotter to spot for us this week or this year. But he said he was committed. I said, yeah, you guys better back off. <laughs> He's committed for the next 10 years.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: hey, Matter uh, of fact, I think we just bought him a new cell phone and changed his number, and you ain't getting
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he is good with those kids, though, man. He just, once you've done it for as long as he has with as many as young kids as he, as he has, he just, it, it clicks for him. He's just very good at helping them understand things that they don't know they need to understand.
1: I mean, I there was a point sense. in that first race where Jerry was in the spotter stand. He was literally, all right, break, 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 roll, <laughs> roll, 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 gas, 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 gas. And we picked up a solid 10th and a half. Yeah. I mean, we and then he did that for about two laps and quit saying it. And then all of a sudden we slowed back down. <laughs> and then he started doing it again for about five laps. And then we we're picked good. up. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he quit doing it. And, and we were fine. Like, I don't know if it's his voice, his attitude, what, but he's just magic with these young kids.
2: Mm-hmm. I think add on to that i think he can just like once paul got on his own nobody was like really in front of him nobody was behind him lost his rabbit to yeah. chase mm-hmm. and like he, he really didn't get to see what was happening but jerry up there could see like hey he's slow here yeah, Speed up no here, rabbit. break here like
0: that's a great point chum honestly great point because you're right that once the rabbit was gone that was when he keyed up and, and helped him through that yeah. Yeah. and got him to the next rabbit. Because when a car is straightaway ahead, that's not really a rabbit. You don't get to see what's going on mm-hmm. or how it's Yeah, you is. only you see them.
1: You not
2: really judge the oh, they're on the brakes uh-huh. or they're on the gas going
1: mm-hmm. from me or not. And you, so, oh, When they're that far out, you can't tell, like, all right, I'm beating them here. Mm-hmm. They're better than me here, so I need to work. You know, I need to work on corner exit, but I'm killing them in, blah, blah, blah. Then where Jerry up in the spotter stand, he does see it. And he 's able to recognize it and communicate it down to the driver, yeah, and that 's when like he communicates it down. If you just told a kid like man you 're awesome on entry, but they 're killing you off Might not I mean they 're probably going to slow down, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> where he, <laughs> when he 's up there, and he 's like, "All right, break, 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 roll, 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 gas, 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 straight gas gas, all. yes keep all. it straight, keep it straight, get it to the wall it's it's good, like they understand that yep
0: so second race went pretty well um. Had a little bit of damage, had some a few donuts. Um, got knocked sideways, passed a couple cars, uh, car clean, and he uh yeah, didn't just like that product
1: so. of stock car auto racing, though.
0: yeah. De- detrimental, <laughs> <laughs> amazingly, <laughs> detrimental it. to the rocker <laughs> panels. It was <laughs> <laughs> he amazingly kept it off the wall, though. I was he did, surprised. he was completely sideways off, too, in the grass, grabbed a gear, and kept digging so. Uh, no caution. As great
1: as the LP gear transmission is, I doubt he grabbed a gear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he did <laughs> it was worked. awesome. Because
2: all I heard on the radio was, brakes, 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 brakes. And all of a sudden, here he comes around the corner. I'm like, well, we didn't wreck it, so
0: we're good. <laughs> it was brakes, 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 brakes. And then he was like, oh, well. Um, gas, 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 gas. Because <laughs> even Jerry was surprised he saved it. I so. was standing down in three
1: and four, so I, that all happened in one <laughs> and two, and I didn't see it. And then I'm hearing, like, brakes, 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 brakes. And I'm like, man, we just wrecked. Like, mad. I was, like, (laughs) standing down there with a couple other people. I'm, like, ready to punch somebody. And then it's gas up, gas up, gas up. And I'm, like, looking around. Don't see a caution. I just, I'm hearing Jerry in the radio, like, getting girl voice and all excited (laughs) because Paul just went through the grass and didn't wreck. And all of a sudden, here he comes. And the car, like, doesn't look too bad. And I'm like, oh, we're good. We didn't even lose a spot. Yeah, you, <laughs> really, you
2: couldn't even tell anything was messed up on the car. It yeah. looked straight, and then obviously when you look at it closer, it needs rocker paint on door doors. Rocker, you know, it's no big deal. But really, you can just beat it out. It's just a race car. You so <laughs> don't, don't have to look that good now. I think the door and
1: rockers pass. Yeah. Beat out, <laughs> yeah. but we'll put we'll put new on. <laughs> but it's
2: it's not the first race, so it don't have to look that good now. Yeah. I mean, race car.
0: So, but um. That was uh that was the ra- the second race there. Upcoming uh this weekend we're at Hickory again with the cars tour with Sam Butler driving.
1: I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Still saying <laughs> That was scripted. <laughs> I'm I'm pumped.
0: Uh I am too though. I think it's gonna be a great weekend. Sam's excited, Steve's excited. I think we're all excited. So like I said
1: in the first one that no one ever heard. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that. I'm pumped.
0: <laughs> I think our
2: expectations though this weekend are Way higher as a whole group. I mean, we kind
1: of. We, do, I mean, we're keeping it realistic. We're definitely yeah. going to go in there and fight hard and try and take what, what we feel like should be ours. Yep. Yes. And it's going to be hard. I mean, I'm, no one's going in there saying it's going to be easy. Like, we're going to oh, work nah, for it, know. and it's going to be hard. And Sam's confident. I have confidence in Sam. I have confidence in the car. Sam has confidence in us in the car. And everyone's just, I mean, we're pumped.
0: We're pumped very very pumped (laughs) so um i guess that's it guys uh another episode of uh monday morning meetings down
1: hold on hold on yeah i don't think it's recording made you look all right let's go he got me too
0: he got me good all right guys we'll check you out next time thank you see you